so hi, one of the good nice podcasts, Bobby Mahoney and the Seven Sons. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and who is the Seventh Son? Yeah, mm. so we started the band when I was in high school, and I grew up dating myself around 2010, and we were, uh, we were just Seventh Son, and we got the lyric from an ACDC song, actually, Bad Boy Boogie. There's a lyric that... On the seventh day, I was the seventh son, and I scared the hell out of everyone. And our uh, my good friend and original guitar player, John Alba, suggested that to me at the time. And I'm kind of of the mind of there are no good band names. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, all right, sure, we'll roll with it, whatever. This is We started as a high school band for just one sort of battle of the bands high school you know, show. Yeah. And then we just kept writing songs and playing shows and started playing more in the Asbury Park area. And then, you know people went off to college and the lineups changed and then I was doing a lot more solo acoustic work. So then it be, kind of became Bobby Mahoney and the seventh son. And that kept it mostly to keep the social media stuff easy to switch yeah. over. Yeah. Cause again, you know, we could be called literally anything. So like, you know, it never really mattered to me what we were <laughs> called, but the seventh son to me always sort of embodies that rock and roll spirit, you know, and is that, that's sort of just that, you know, that energy of a live show that we are all missing right now. Yeah. And like, to me, that's what that is, you know, and I think we all sort of have our own meanings to it. And when, I, when James and I do, you know, uh, duo shows, James is the seventh son. Or when Andrew and I do <laughs> so duo gigs, we're the seventh son. John and I haven't done a duo gig yet, but I'm sure it'll happen at some point. One of these days. Yeah. But you know, seventh son is whatever it needs to be at whatever time. It's kind of like flubber, you know, big <laughs> <laughs> reference. Right? Mm, that was Remember that? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, James um, is like, wow, that's the best definition of the band name I've ever heard. <laughs> you just make it up on the spot. or Literally, yeah. It's not even oh a canned God. response. Yeah. Wow. No, that's nice. good. I'm going to use that. That was great. Wonderful job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, congrats on your newest release, Nothing for Nothing. How do you felt the response to that single so far? Um, well, we, it's, I think pretty well, it's been a lot of fun to play it. We, uh, recorded it. It's been about like at least a year and a half, two years now, probably. Mm-hmm. Right, Andrew? When well, did we originally record about, about a year, a year and a half. Okay. So a year and a half ago. They sent me the demo when I was on the other side of the world. Yeah. Where, where, where were you? I was in the me? Philippines. Oh. Yeah. I was on a, like a six hour bus ride in the Philippines when I got a text message with some acoustic demos that I killed time by listening to. He had nothing else better to do <laughs> on a six-hour bus ride. Yeah, so yeah, so we listened to those demos, and we actually initially tracked the song uh, just James, uh, John, and I, and then Andrew overdubbed his parts when he came back this side of the globe. And no, it's been a cool reception because we put the song out at the end of the very tip of la- end of last year, beginning of this year. And then we just released the video recently, and that's been getting a really nice response because the video is sort of uh, sort of a, a, us reminiscing about back in the days when we could play shows in front of people. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice, you know, uh, recollection of those times for sure. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell me about a little bit about your writing process for this track? Um, so uh, I started with an acoustic guitar and just lyrics and with this song, I really kind of wanted to shake up the song structure a bit. Um, but when I started it, it, you know, I didn't think you know, too much of it. It was just sort of a, you know, I had like the chorus and then the pre-chorus and I didn't have, I had a little bit of a verse, but it wasn't too much. And I was like, oh, well, I'll write a second or third verse later. Like I'll figure that out later. And then I brought it to, you know, James and John and I was like, you know, 
okay, so let's figure this out. And we went and started to lay down stuff and I wanted it to have a little bit of a heavier feel to it. And, uh, you know, James, do you remember, what would you remember about sort of this song coming together? Um, didn't we start vamping on it together in my condo that one time when you came over with your acoustic? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was sitting there with his electric kit. And, and I, I just remember, I remember the same feeling I got when he showed me Shot in the Dark. Yeah. Like, like, they're just such a catchy, like, intro to the beginning of the song that caught my attention right off the bat. And for me, just stuck in my head pretty easy, too. Yeah. John, how about you? Do you remember anything from that session other than me just, like, yelling, like, things around? <laughs> oh, that's that's every session, but yeah. I, uh... <laughs> No, I like what I like about this song was like when we were going through and writing it, like, you know, it's really easy to kind of like fall into that like classic like song structure pattern, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, kind of like there's a fun in like shaking it up a little bit. And I like to think of this song as like, you know, the structure is like a little unconventional. And to me, it's like everything is just like a chorus and then like another chorus and then like another chorus. And it's like, you know, only entertaining high energy parts ever, you know. And I think it's sick that it's kind of just like, it doesn't, it, it's not following like a, a typical structure, but it's like still catchy and, and still kind of is like trying to draw your attention in at every point. And I think that was a cool way to kind of go about, you know, kind of knowing the rules and then breaking them kind of situation. Yeah, it's cool. And you snuck in that synth. Yeah, which we, yeah. Yeah, we get a little jazzy, a little Pink Floydy, which again, I think that came... Did that come, I guess, after Andrew, after you kind of did your overdubs? So yeah, then Andrew had to come there, in and play on to it. Yeah. yeah. So what was your reaction to the track, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good track. Uh, I'm glad I'll use John's word, say that, you know, it is sick. You know, you always want to have sick songs. <laughs> That's what the kids like these days. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it is, it is a catchy song. You know, the, uh, the sort of different structure, um, I know. I remember in the beginning, like Bobby and I were kind of going back and forth, like, does it need to be longer? And I think, you know, since we put it out, I guess that question has been answered and that it's fine the way it is. You know, we didn't have to add more to it. Yeah, less is more sometimes. So, yeah, you know, definitely. definitely. Solid. All right. Uh, I know it was like a long time ago, she said like a year and a half, but if you can, where was your headspace at while creating this track? Well, uh, initially, it was just sort of, you know, we came out, out of working with somebody that, you know, didn't have our best interests at heart, let's say. And we kind of had to overcome kind of being, you know, betrayed a little bit by someone we, that we trusted. And, you know, coming off of a situation like that, you know, I felt pretty bitter and pretty uh, upset about that. And, you know, I kind of was, you know, you really are, you know, nothing is guaranteed. And even like, you know, uh, sort of like a storyline you see playing out one way, you know, can completely change, you know, and go a really dark direction. And it's, you know, that sort of you can't take anything for granted and nothing is, you know, ever, uh, ever given easy, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of where the song originally started. And then, you know, when I wrote a lyric that said you know when it you know when it all falls apart we got to shut down to restart mm -hmm. you know that you know i had that didn't mean what it means today mm -hmm. you know yeah. 
you know, then it kind of just meant, you know, I thought of honestly as a computer, like just re sometimes you need that reset, you know, you gotta, you know, shut down to restart, you know, every time my computer doesn't work, you know, James doesn't have that problem anymore because he has a new laptop, but yeah. like, you know, like sometimes you just need that reset, which I was thinking at it as like, you know, a mental health, you know, sort of, uh, you know, idea, but from there now it's like, you know, we literally have to do that if we don't want to like die. You know, yeah. so it's it's pretty wild how that has sort of changed over time. For sure. Um, so is there any like deeper meaning behind the music video or is it just like reminiscing on missing shows? Yeah, I mean, I'll let, is, well, I kind of have an answer, but <laughs> Andrew, do you have an answer or did I anyone do. else? Yeah, I okay. feel like James, go ahead. I feel like this video, regardless of the pandemic, was not necessarily about like missing shows mm. we were really just like collaging a lot of the tour bits and whatnot to make it the video is what i got from that right i mean didn't we come yeah. up with like an idea for it before so it's not supposed to be that type of vibe it's really just supposed to be like a tour capture yeah video, so you know initially I mean? we had used some of that footage as like uh like a tour memories you know video and just like you know we had a lot of fun silly times on that trip last it was like last october we went out we did uh went down to my as far as miami and then we went across and to like nashville and then we went up to chicago and you know played like akron ohio with a lot of cool bands and did like uh it was called bless this mess oh it's called bless this fest <laughs> at bless this mess and we played with a lot of great midwest emo bands and stuff uh but like you know, just and like we broke down twice, like on that trip. And like, you know, we had a couple of bad shows, a couple of shows fall through, but like, especially now, like, you know, again, like you can't take anything for granted. And like those moments of like, just take the music out of it for a second. Just, you know, being able to drive around the country in a van with your friends, yeah, yeah. you know, is a beautiful when, thing. And, you know, so that was something we were highlighting. You know? And when, when you watch that video now during these common times, it's definitely hits all the feels. Mm -hmm. I mean, not playing a show in so, so long since February. It wasn't the last show. Like February the first 20th. Week of yeah. I mean, it, it really, uh, now I miss it. Like when you watch that video, it's definitely one of those. For sure. For sure. Like you just drop like oh yeah we broke down like twice but anyways like you should <laughs> drop that like that oh is that just oh, a man. normal thing that happens <gasps> oh shit fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the wheel as well. I well yeah i mean that's, that's, so all right so story time so i mean that does honest to answer your question yeah we we've had our fair share of you know nascar blowout moments and oh you know uh, oh man that was the best moment on tour ever so we're in pulling into miami first time in miami we're about 10 minutes out from the venue, you know, life is good, you know, live in La Vida Loca and Andrew's driving and all of a sudden you from the front, you hear us here. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. And then we're just like, Andrew speak, you know, say something yeah. Andrew, like speak boy. I'm literally like, I remember saying that literally. And he's like, the, the van is like jammed up and it's like I, shutting off. And I reach oh over God. from the passenger seat, helping him with the steering wheel, get the van over into the shoulder. We're on like a major highway. Yeah, this is Miami. like rush hour. Like, oh, yeah. you know, traffic. <laughs> the whole van just like locked up on us. And long story short, we brought it to the shop and finding out that it just needed some sort of sensor to keep the engine hauling. 
Wow. It was pretty wild. And our friend who hooked us up with the show, uh, shout out Taylor Davis, uh, he, of course, like was like, yeah, like, you know, I'll meet you on the side of the road. I'll help you load up equipment and get you to the venue, you know, so then you can at least get some of the guys and some of the guitars and stuff to the venue. Mm-hmm. I was like, great, you know, what kind of car do you have? You know, he's like, well, I brought my girlfriend's Mini Cooper tonight. Oh. <laughs> like, as if that insult to yeah, injury. He had to have the funniest Cooper. car <laughs> possible. We can fit one guitar in there. Yeah. Well, you would think, but we fit, we fit, well, at the first trip was just like two of you guys and guitars, so we fit a good amount, but then later, like that night after the show or the next day, we fit three of us sitting in the back seat, which in a Mini Cooper in itself is not, like, you know, possible, <laughs> you know, really, yeah. or, you know, but then also then John laid across us. <laughs> okay. That so so that was, that was a very illegal moment yeah. but a very fun you know nonetheless that was, that was awesome memory. Yeah. Yeah. the cases well, over us going through us it was wild mm-hmm. yeah and it's like you know you can't make that up <laughs> and it was yeah, freaking no. hot remember how hot it was in the car it's miami each other like that yeah we were sweating so, so bad we went from sweating in miami to freezing our asses off in ohio and break we also broke down in chicago of course so like we had we had both experiences so the actually the thumbnail for the nothing for nothing video is us sitting at the Chicago gas station broken down drinking the beers that John went in and bought <laughs> to try to calm the nerves. Yeah. yeah. And so, we got to experience it in different climates, once in shorts yeah. and once in our coats. One thing to say is that we did make the gig both nights we broke down. Wow. We mm-hmm. did. We are so professional. We had to cancel mm-hmm. the following days gigs you know so we had to two, but we still made the gigs the night we broke the you know the nights we broke down yeah that was crazy yeah pretty ridiculous stuff but you know we tried to capture as much of that as possible in the video while also showcasing the juxtaposition of that to us rehearsing in times of covid with masks on and you know worried about not killing each other so like you know it's uh Definitely makes us, you know, it is somewhat bittersweet, but it's definitely more sweet than bitter because, you know, <laughs> we're looking to, you know, it's, we're very fortunate to have had those great moments while, you know, right now we're just, you know, focusing on things need to be focused on for now. And then, you know, we're still working on new music, of course, but, you know, there will be times where we'll get back to that, you know, whenever that is, you know, we'll be able to yell at microphones in front of people again. Our own microphones. Yes, yeah, so our own microphones. We're never sharing microphones again. Oh you know, God, just yeah. as a going forward, I mean, especially within like the DIY community, I've seen bands put, you know, gym socks over microphones in oh. things like, like literally like everything you could think of with like sharing microphones. I'm like, oh, that's never happening ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so you know. Rough. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Um, imagine if me and like other drummers had to share drumsticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like, show's like, here, just. These sticks like them down. broke yeah. in half and sweat all over. You're next. <laughs> Imagine that. I'd be there with my like Lysol wipes, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. God. All right. Well, um, this one should be like super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you all to describe this track in three words for new listeners. Catchy. Exciting. And and doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> Wild. Wild. 
solid. You all have believe, to do it, by the way. Okay, there you go. Uh, well, mm. you know, that's what I would say. I okay. think that, you know, it, yeah. I'd say energetic, um, I don't know, short. Does that count? Can that count as a compliment? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I love to the point. Yeah. Get to the point. And I'm not describing you, Bobby. I mean, I was going to say, I take short as a compliment. That's fine. I wouldn't want to be one of you tall can't people. Tell no. You can't tell it before when everything's on Zoom now, so it works in your favor. <laughs> yeah, this is working out for me. Um, I'm really 5'10". And um, I'd say honest. Okay. Right. I would say it's in your face. In your face. Wonderful. I like that. Clever. Mm-hmm. I would say along the lines of what Bobby just said, I mean, it's definitely catchy. It really hits, in my opinion, it hits the border where it's like just about to hit hard rock, but it's still laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it meshes really well. It has a really good sound, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's got a sick drum fill in the middle. That's kind of my favorite thing ever. So Yeah. <laughs> like what you said before, less is more. Yeah. And it just sticks out and it's sounds like it really fits the part yeah solid solid um so where do you guys see the band in the next five years and is there anything new in the works yeah so <laughs> my, my my go-to answer is stadiums but my realistic answer is any venue that'll take us <laughs> in the next couple this of years. is this is where we'll be in the next five years <laughs> like, or zoom. live yeah, streaming zoom. from you know what's it called yeah. oh, what's the bar in uh in uh long branch again brighton bar right, <laughs> we're live streaming from brighton bar you know that's gonna be like the new tour thing <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah that's also very realistic um <laughs> we're always working on new music uh we're working on a whole bunch of new songs and you know revisiting some older tracks as well and we have a lot of cool stuff coming up for the uh year ahead we're actually releasing a new live track at the very end of this year at the end of the month uh with our friends telegraph hill records and then you know in 2021 there's gonna be brand new studio stuff and so new and exciting that i don't even know what it is yet so it's cool We're, we're we're working on it and you know it's, we have an abundance of ideas and we're just, you know, excited to share things with people. So, you know, sit tight. Sit tight. Huh. All right. Excited. Uh, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Please. Okay. Thank God. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, finally. Oh, my God. Um, so we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Massive boom. What? James, I feel like this is like, you have to go first here. <laughs> no way! I can't go first on this. <laughs> okay, Andrew, I feel like you have something from Last meal and last, last drink? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy. <sighs> I've been on a uh, huge, like, jerk chicken kick ooh. lately. There's yeah. this amazing like soul food restaurant near my apartment that i've been ordering from a lot lately and they just have like the best jerk chicken and mac and cheese so like that that's kind of like my fave at the moment so i'd say that and uh drink ah geez i guess you gotta be classic let's say you know pbr wow you're gonna get a dirty soul (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> with the with the with the with the water of course oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. waters 
a gratuitous a water. Andrew's <laughs> go-to drink whenever we used to play shows was a dirty soul, which is just two waters. <laughs> so, two so there, waters. There's, there's, a, there's a story <laughs> behind that. There's a story behind that. If I'll, I'll just say it real quick. So basically, like back in 2012, I think I was going to see my friend's band play at the Brighton Bar in you know in Long Branch, and it was like 100 degrees out. Um, I was super dehydrated. We all went to the Inkwell as you do after going to shows at the Brighton Bar uh, before you're 21. Um, and apparently I said to the waitress at the Inkwell, can I have two free cups of water? <laughs> that, <laughs> for some reason I specified free. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that, that became, uh, yeah, that became my- Yeah, so that's, that's what you get instead of PBR. <laughs> um, John, do you have an answer for that? Yeah, can I say oh, but the tree. salad and breadsticks from Olive right. Garden because like they won't end so that I don't have to die. Ah. Smart. Yep. I like that. My cats are climbing cats. the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, John, do you have a drink? Because you just oh, said... I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. Whatever is like at the soda fountain at Olive Garden, I guess. Okay. It would funny. be what it would be whatever you uh, whatever beer you buy from the bar before Bobby gives you the drink ticket. <laughs> John habitually will use his own money to buy a drink at the bar wherever we're playing before I get a chance to buy him a get him a drink ticket. But he's like, or not buy him, but I give him the drink tickets we got from like the promoter for that night. So I'll be like, oh yeah, here, here's a couple of drink tickets. He'll be like. Oh, I'm like already holding the beer. Yeah, but it's like habitual. So we think he has a problem, but we won't get into that here. Uh, (laughs) Or is that this is not the platform for that? (laughs) Just kidding. We don't act. He doesn't. He acts like a problem. Um, We're all very good boys on the road, believe it or not. Um, But um, for me, I think it would. I have to get it between two. Either surf and turf, you know, because. You know, last meal is good. You know, oh, that or um, what was the uh, Willie Mays fried chicken uh, that we had in New Orleans? Yep. We were on tour in New Orleans a couple of years ago, and this place Willie Mays fried chicken that was pretty good. If I had to go out on that one, that um, and I'd probably just say like a probably a bottle of Coca Cola. Okay. Like a my last drink, either a bottle or a, a can. I don't really care, but you know. Okay. Solid. I know what mine is. What's yours? A Philly cheesesteak. Yep. That is definitely the last meal for me. I have to have a Philly cheesesteak. I can see that. The last drink? Uh, okay, so the last drink. I might have to go with two on that. Okay. And definitely a nice Guinness. And probably... I don't know. Probably like sweet tea or something. Probably like, yeah, definitely like Arizona sweet tea. My honorable mentions were Arnold Palmer or like Capri Sun because like that slap and I miss it. (laughs) Um, So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Star Wars. (laughs) No freaking question. Oh, I know mine. Toy Story. <laughs> yep. Ride like the wind, Bullseye. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Andrew, you go. Oh, fictional world. Uh, I guess, are we saying like movies? Do we want to keep it to movies or? Well, it's you. like, you know, fiction. Like, it could be books, you know. Yeah. Do you read? I don't know what you do. 
fiction. I'll just go with movies, you know, like I would love to be in the Back to the Future universe where there is yep. time travel. Nice. Literally like the one It's thing also I my favorite movie. Nice. Taste as it should be. Great movie. So. Big that. I was just thinking that too, Andrew. I'll jump on board with that uh, too because time travel would just be a cool thing to do and then also you get to do it in a car in like a cool car, you know, as opposed to like any other lame way. Exactly. Putting yeah. like solid solid choices. Yeah. <laughs> So I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mine is green. Ooh. Nice. I like yellow. As nice. you should. Best color. <laughs> I'm good. I agree. I too like <gasps> yellow. A lot. Oh my god. So, like no. Yeah. And I, for some reason, well, the reason I like yellow is because growing up, I loved. And still, do I love Batman? Mm-hmm. And as like a four-year-old, you can't say that black is your favorite color. Yeah. Because you just, you know, they they put you into special groups for that, you know, at that <laughs> yeah. age. So, which they did do, but like, you know, they're like, you know, you can't say that. So I'm like, well, there's Batman's other color is yellow. So yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. So I actually had my room painted when I was a kid yellow. Oh, so wow. like for years, I had a, a kind of a very gross yellow room, and yeah, so yellow. Yellow. Nice, John. I didn't know that. Favorite color, buddy. Yeah, you too, boy. What about you, Akush? Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll go with red. All right. Yeah, I can see you being a red guy. Yeah, you've got a red guitar. Red's <laughs> red. red. cool. I, Andrew, I like red a lot too, but green, definitely my number one. All solid picks. Cool. Um, solid. So, as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Yeah, please check out uh, our song, Nothing for Nothing, on uh, Nothing for Nothing, if we're being grammatically correct on uh, Spotify and the new videos up on YouTube. And I think even on Spotify, if you play it, we have that like cool like video thing in the background if you can get a check out of the video. Um, yeah, anywhere you uh, check out, uh, where you currently like, you know, listen, stream, or steal music from nowadays, you could probably find our song. So, LimeWire, nothing for nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hopefully. got a new live single coming out on Christmas, yeah. December 25th, as part of the Telegraph Hill Records Volume 3 compilation um, with whole bunch of our friends from Asbury Park. And then we're doing a live stream from Asbury Lanes on the 29th of December around 1030. Is that right, Bobby? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be fun. Wonderful year show. Yeah. That's exciting. Andrew's actually telling us about all this stuff. We're making sure this is all in the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this uh, in here? Got it. Yeah. I, I just added it to the bands in town. That, that's why I know. <laughs> wow you haven't done that in like <laughs> holy crap oh my god, oh my god. Right, i think guys. i just deleted that app off my phone oh, Yikes. <laughs> it's horrible you know shows are over for a while all right yeah. um well thank you for sitting out with us guys it's been bobby mahoney and the seventh son and we're the good noise podcast